Welcome, Crashers. What's up? It's Thanksgiving, Turkey Lurkey Day. I've never, you're the only person I've ever heard call it that. Turkey Lurkey? Yes. Hmm. It makes me literally what I envision is a turkey like lurking Lurking. around (laughs) trying not to be cooked. They probably are. I mean, that would be pretty impressive considering, you know, dead. (laughs) Have Have you ever spent any time near or around turkeys? No. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm here to tell you. Once we stayed with Jesse's mom. She lives in East Texas. They have a lot of land. They have animals. And one year they had turkeys. And they are like intensely loud and super early oh. in the morning. Like you think a rooster is is it a turkeys small thing? Turkeys are worse. That has a, oh my gosh. I don't even know if I could try to make the noise. But it's like imagine. Please don't. <laughs> imagine. I'm not going to. But just imagine like the turkey <laughs> Like, I don't know. But you also have to, like, shake your head in order to get the right, like, vibration and the <laughs> noise that you try to make in order to mimic a turkey. Wow. Go- they, like, gobble, but the head, is- oh, it's just, yeah. You know what I love about us? <laughs> the fact that this is what, this is where we are. This is where we are. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> this, this- How? How is this what happens? I don't know. This is because we are a special breed. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. I wonder if anybody's like relaxing their mouth and trying to gobble and shake their head really hard so that they can hear what it is. I mean, if they are, video it and uh, please send it to us. I would Hashtag turkey lurkey. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, guys, if you hear any um, unexplained, you know, flushing sounds or <laughs> anything <laughs> coming from my mic today, that's because I am down at Texas State University. The only place I can get Wi-Fi is my cousin's apartment at uh, at her college. Um, <laughs> my in-laws are building a new house, and or it's done, but they don't have Wi-Fi yet. So here we are. And let me tell you how amazing she is. I'm sitting here, and on her desk is part of her Halloween costume. And I will give you one guess as to what she was. Oh, my gosh. Mm, Beetlejuice? Oh, y- you wish. But um, she she was Felicity Huffman. She dressed up in full, like, prison regalia. Nice. And was holding the intake form that says L.A. Police Department. Felicity That's Huffman. That's amazing. College admission scandal 2019. I'm like, she she's my hero. That Addie is amazing. Is, Addie is me eight years behind. So. Addie is such a great name. I have an aunt, Addie, and I just have always loved that name. Addie. It just sounds so good. It's a great name. I've never met an Addie I didn't like. Me neither. So that's where I am. So any weird sounds, that is what's happening here. Because (laughs) it's apparently turkey lurkey day. Turkey lurkey. (laughs) Turkey lurkey. But we are coming up on our third episode of the What We're Thankful For series. It's true. And so, Jen, you chose this one. So you want to tell us what we're doing and why you're thankful for it? So here's the deal. What I You've already read it. If you're here, you already know. But when I say the love I have for the show, I get one of two responses. It's either like, oh my gosh, me too. Or they look at you like, I didn't realize you were 75. So I love Frasier. Um it is one of the smartest television shows ever written. And if you're going to disagree with me, then try and go against all the awards that it won. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Entire tenure. It's amazingly smart. Um, it's one of those shows that if you tune in, it's magical, but it can also just be in the background and make you giggle. I remember one time Michael wasn't really watching, but kind of was watching and Martin Fraser's dad made a quip at him and Michael died la- like crying laughing because it was just so funny. And for me, I'm super thankful for this show. I grew up not really understanding its appeal, but my dad and my mom watched it all the time. And then when I went to college, I found myself feeling lonely and missing home. And I was like, 
huh. I mean, I guess I could watch Frasier's on. I'll watch Frasier because, you know, back then we didn't have Netflix. That's so true. So Frasier was on and um, all of a sudden I just felt comforted and that I was at home. So um, it's not uncommon to find me winding down my day to an episode of Frasier. I think I've watched the entire series all the way through about 30 times. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's on the office level for me and it's just – yes. I love that they're like, you know what? These are going to be unique characters. We're not going to be ashamed about it. We are going to like dive into the human experience through the lens of this family. And I just think it's beautiful. And it challenges us to like, you know, engage while we watch television to get the jokes. And if you know what, here's the thing. If you're not fully engaged, it's still funny. And I mean, the episodes make you laugh. They make you cry. It's just, I I love it. Someone the other day on social was talking about how the Shit's Creek cast is coming for their like notoriety of what they have decided as Frasier being the best cast cast ever. And I was like, that is some ballsy statements. Yeah, right. I call <laughs> I call BS on that one. Sorry. Right? I'm like, Shits Creek's cast is incredible, but I'm like, there is something about the magnetism and like synchronicity and of this cast that it just feels like you're watching a family and not only yeah, it feels that, it real. Feels like you're a, and it feels like you're a part of the family yes, as you it, watch. Yep. It feels real. It feels like you're a part of the family. And I, so my parents also watched Frasier, but I really? loved it. Yep. Mm-hmm, I loved it. So I always watched it when it was on. And then, it, and then I actually bought all of them. Like I bought all the Frasiers and all the yes. friends. Yep. Uh-huh. And I would watch those. And then I have watched it on Netflix all the way through multiple times as well. So it is one of my f- absolute favorites. It's so it's good. It's the best. It's literally so good. And if you've never watched it before, I defy you to start it and give it a good <laughs> four episodes and not want to watch more. Oh, I know. They feel like a real, real family. Like they've actually known each other. They live together. It's it's hard to believe that they aren't. Yeah. I mean, so I will say this. If you haven't ever watched it, I'm sorry that we are literally synopsing the very last episode of the entire series for you today, but it's been That's out for true. a really long time. <laughs> so are. get it together. We're not really ruining too much. I mean, whatever. I don't care. If anything, it should make you want to go watch it even more. Exactly. So listen, I'm not going to apologize. We're here to talk so about Martin up. getting married. So everybody can just go ahead and calm down. It's Okay. And yeah, I think that one of the great things about Frasier is you really could kind of watch just about any episode and still be able to understand what's going on because they do such a good job explaining it. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I I love it. I love it so much. Are you ready to give us your 30 seconds? I feel like I am ready. So I feel like what y'all need to know before I do this is it's kind of synopsing two episodes. True. But I can do it. I, I can handle this. <laughs> you got this? I got this. I'm going to turn my timer on, but okay. you have to tell me when to like actually turn it on. Hold on. Hold on. Stop actually. Watch. Actually. Okay. Whenever you're ready, I'm ready. All right. Go. Okay. So basically, Fraser's dad has fallen in love. They're getting married. Um, they call to confirm their date, which is a weird thing to do. And they tell them the wrong one. And it's all of a sudden, it's like eight days to go. Fraser and Niles are like, we'll throw it. And then you jump forward. And, you know, Fraser's girlfriend that he like loves has just moved away. It's like this whole big thing. They plan the wedding. Chaos ensues. Um, Daphne ends up giving birth to a baby in a veterinarian hospital. And then <laughs> Fraser's like, hey, guess what? I'm moving to San Francisco. And it's this whole big thing. And yeah. That's all. Oh, my God. I was like, there's no way she's going to do this. She's got like nine seconds left. And you did it. <laughs> I did it. I did it. And did for it. anyone who it. has never watched the episodes, they're like, wait, Frazier has a girlfriend that he loves? And they're like, wait, Martin's getting married? And wait, what? Daphne's having a baby? To With who? Niles. <laughs> With Niles. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that's Best. right, guys. There you go. And that's Frazier. Like the, they were the best writers I mean, ever. Two of their writers actually, unfortunately, passed away um, on one of the planes in 9-11. And I remember my parents being, like, devastated because it felt like someone who was a big, huge part of their life had passed away. And then we were also, you know, so curious to see, like, what they would do and how they would recover um, with the show. And they did such a beautiful job of, like – 
holding on to the memory of those riders um, yeah. throughout the rest of the series. Like nothing changed. It felt like they picked up where they had left off. And I just think that it almost like gave them more fuel to keep going excellently. Cause I actually, I prefer the last half of the series. Um, but yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love all of it though. It's Any so good. Of it, all of it. I probably so good. watching this made me just want to watch it all over again. Right. No, I'm like, going to well, start at episode one. I know. I'm Literally, like, well. whenever when you were like, Jen, pick an episode. I was like, well, I am one episode away from Martin's wedding. I've literally watched it all the way through again. So Nice. Um, but yeah, so we open on the 23rd episode of the final season. And Frasier has like hit the entire series. He's trying to find love. And he finally gets this happiness with this lovely woman who was actually his matchmaker I know. Um, named Charlotte. And, Charlotte. Oh, it's so great. And But the thing is, is she is moving back home to Chicago. She doesn't feel like her business has taken off in, um, in Seattle and her ex-husband has finally relinquished his, you know, rights to property or whatever in Chicago. So she's going. And I was just like, Man, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, it really does. That sucks, man. It's so bad. Can I but say they, one thing though, real quick? Yeah. Just a side note. I love the name Charlotte. I think it's so beautiful. It's a great name. One of my best friends, um, the Nashville Cheese Gal, if you're not following her yet, um, go do it at Nashville Cheese Gal. Her <laughs> baby is named Charlotte and we call her Char Char and she oh, is Oh, that's everything. cute. Courtney, our friend Courtney Hansen's baby's named Charlotte as well. Oh small world. But as much as I love the name Charlotte, it's also why people can't seem to say my name right. So like my whole life, I've been called Charla Charla. because of Charlotte. You know how many people now, because we are so like closely associated because of so many things these days, they'll say like, oh, I love like blah, blah, blah that you did with Charla. I'm like, oh yeah, Charla's amazing. (laughs) I love Charla. That's my whole life. Love Charla. People teach people how to say my name. It's quite it's quite fun and fascinating. But I mean, um, yours is always said wrong, and mine's always spelled wrong. Correct. There we go. That's correct. People can always spell mine. That's what's funny. I can tell them my name is Charla, and they will spell Charla, but they can't say it. No, but if they see it, it, I get it. Charlotte. Charlotte. My married my married last name is apparently incredibly hard to say, even though if you just sounded out phonetically it makes sense wilson it's fine hutto i know i'm kidding i was like where are we i think i used to always call you hudo probably yeah that's what i get i got hootie once i'm Mm, like wow that's fun okay Uh sorry i didn't mean tangent i just needed to let everyone know that i love the name charlotte i love the name charlotte and i owe her some like she owes you and i'm thankful as well it's fun i don't know whatever anyway yeah, so he's in love with Charlotte, not mm-hmm. Charlotte. Oh, also their <laughs> proposal. Oh, my gosh. When they're, like, sitting on the couch. Because that's not in this episode. So well, Whose proposal? Martin's when he proposes. <gasps> oh, well, they're fighting. Yes. So, like, he <laughs> – And she's, like – she. he's, like, I have something I need to tell you or, at, you know, like, I need to talk to you. And he gets all calm. He and, had had a heart attack yes. because – Frazier dressed up like a clown <laughs> yes, and scared yes, him and he almost yes. died. <laughs> and he says I had a heart attack in the hospital, blah, blah. And she goes, that's it? And she's like, did, she they, goes, use did they use the paddles? the paddles? And he's like, no. And she's like, call me when they use the paddles. That's like a, what did she say? A bee sting or something. Yeah, that's like a bee sting. <laughs> call me when they use the paddles. And they're like yeah. quipping at each other. And she's like, uh, something, something, something like, well, it's not like you're asking me to marry you or something. He's like, well, what if I did? What if you did what? What if I asked you to marry me? What and would she's you like, say? Well, are you? Oh, well, are you? I don't know. Maybe I am. What What would you say if I was? <laughs> She's like, okay, fine. <laughs> okay, fine. And then he goes and he's going to give her a ring he had bought for another woman. And Daphne's like, you can't give her that ring. You got to right. give her another one. Amen, Daphne. Pol- yes, absolutely. He was a policeman. And so he goes to a police auction and gets her this amazing diamond that used to be a toe ring for a rapper named Lil Cupid. <laughs> So good. And I love her. So Martin's actually marrying a woman who babysat his children. Yes. I think so, it's I mean, amazing. He robbed the cradle. Yes. I mean, she is a stunning woman. Yes. And Martin is like the sweetest, hardest of a man. I, so, ended up, I mean, I ended up marrying Jesse and the first baby he ever held is was Seth. 
my son. <laughs> that's like funny. that's insane. <laughs> that is pretty. When funny. you think about it, I did. I I like for a while there, I forgot that that was the first baby ever held. But I, and I have pictures of the that's first time he wild. held. So I have pictures of the first time Jesse held a baby, and the baby was my son, and he's now my husband. So basically, you're Martin and Ronnie. That's basically right. I don't know who's who though. <laughs> you're Martin, Martin. Or Ronnie. Exactly. <laughs> oh gosh. Martin. Okay. So, so Charlotte's moving to Chicago, and they're having to say goodbye. And I wrote this down because it was just so sweet. Um, they're having like the hardest time saying goodbye. She keeps forgetting things, and um, it's funny. Fraser was like, "Oh, I have something for you," and she thinks that he, it's going to be a gift and he hands her a hair tie that he pulled out of the drain. And I wrote down, I said, Frazier gives hair bands back when they say goodbye. What a hunk. Cause hair bands go missing like Bobby. Pins, <laughs> and that is a real problem. He knows he's like, you're going to be on a plane. You're going to want to put your hair up. You're going to need this. And I got I this it, for you. I thought of you. So romantic. Like uh, honestly, a really great pack of scrunchies to me is of equal oh or gosh. more value than yeah. some flowers. I like the fat ones not like the scrunchy scrunchies but like the fat ponytail holders that are soft and big those are nice for my hair also scrunchies scrunchies the regular Um, ones my hair break them like in a day no yeah no no you can't do the thin ones we have thick hair yeah but um yeah so they finally say goodbye but he says i've had tons of easy goodbyes it's pretty nice to have a tough one i know and i was like good with the words their job but i was like this is how i knew that like she she was the one but like we also cut to the next scene and daphne's talking about how she can't believe that her baby is going to be two weeks late and i'm like uh, oh 42 my. weeks she's 42 Mm-mm. weeks nope I'm like absolutely not <laughs> no they'll they'll straight up you. they'll that's when they'll induce they'll i just think they'll only get let you go past well two weeks. she was 42 weeks wow. and basically no, like i said in my synopsis martin's like hey i called the or ronnie's like i called the venue they somehow got the date wrong it's supposed to be july 16th or whatever the heck it was and they're like i don't know how we could have gotten this wrong it comes out later that martin has reserved their date based off of his <laughs> dog's birthday unknowingly he okay. loves eddie eddie is very important though oh eddie's like the cutest M- little dog vp which, did you know in real life? So in the show, Martin loves Eddie the most and Frazier doesn't really care for him. But in real life, Frazier loved Eddie and Martin couldn't stand him. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. There's actually like a memorial and headstone to where the real Eddie dog is buried in like Kansas, I think. You can go visit him. Eddie. I know, sweet puppers. I wonder if Eddie lasted the whole 11 years or if they had to get another I think Eddie. He did. I think he did. We should Google this. The first dog We're- Seth ever wanted was a Jack Russell. When we would go to the pet store, he would always go right to the Jack Russell Terrier. I probably should have so done smart. it. I didn't give him a sibling, so I probably should have given him a hyperactive dog <laughs> so that he could have ran off his energy. But I was like, no, that's too hyper. Just not going to do it. They're so smart and they're just like the cutest little puppies. I should have done it. They're real cute. Well, and they could have exhausted go back each now. other. This isn't about time. You can't I go know. back. Ugh. Why you always got to bring up old shoot what, about time? It's like, it's like a tr- PTSD. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, so they're like, wait, so this means our wedding is in eight days. And Frazier like kind of puffs up and he's like, well, dad, why don't you let Niles and I gift you your wedding? If anyone can plan a wedding in eight days, it's me and Niles. Amen. Like, Niles, yeah, you absolutely can. Niles and Frasier, I swear, like when I was young, especially, I felt like watching them, they were teaching me how to be posh so that when I was in absolutely, I certainly at least know how to begin to behave. But they are so extra. They care about all the details. They are the most ideal clients if you're in the wedding industry. Oh my God. They care about the experience. They know how to entertain. If you like to claim that you're bougie, but you've never watched Frasier, you don't know bouge boo boo. You don't know. You don't know. So when he says, if anyone can plan a wedding in eight days, it's us. I'm like, yes, because you've got the money and yep. you've got the connections and you've got the clout and you have all of the favors built up because the time. Like, 
I mean, I like imagine Seattle as like this mixing bowl of Fraser and Niles lording over it. I mean, like just mixing things together for their will throughout the entire series. Just whatever they needed, they could just reach down and grab it. I know. It's just I have not been to Seattle. <gasps> we shall go. It's one of the only major cities in the States I haven't been to. And I'm so sad because I can't wait to go just for Fraser. <laughs> okay. Well, we will go and do the Fraser tour and yes. cry. Um, but yeah, so then we like cut to the wedding and I like get it, but I also feel horrible for the guests because Fraser is talking about all of these amazing things they have planned. And he's like, no one can come in this room until after the ceremony. It will ruin the big, the big reveal, <laughs> but it's freaking hot outside. And I was like, how many times have I just wanted to go inside on a wedding day, but I can't because I'm still working. <laughs> And all the so I how it's like every summer or even close to summer wedding that's in Texas tries to have their cocktail hour at like sunset outside. Uh-huh. And without fail, when you get your 10 minute pocket to go shoot that room, they're trying to come in there uh-huh. and cool down and find some water or the bathroom. They're coming up with any excuse like, oh, I thought I saw my friend come in here. Like you have to have somebody man the door. <laughs> so I I get it. get it. I understand 5 million percent, but I also understand Fraser. He's like, listen, yep. I just planned this magnificently in eight mm-hmm. days. We're not going to ruin it. And there's still but a plan. Yeah. But they've got like a guy that's going to shoot off a cannon, a cannon. <laughs> when they announce Martin and Ronnie. They've got, what else did I write down? They've got a skywriter. They've got an ice sculpture ice they've got sculpture. chinese acrobats so whenever i talk about this bowl that fraser can pull from anytime he wants yes. i mean he pulled out every favor and thing he ever wanted to do for a party but hadn't done and he did it at his dad's wedding <laughs> like a chinese acrobats i He's mean like, i hope the rosin i just is wish sticking to their fingers that i was a guest i just wanted to be okay. a guest yeah i mean at anything but that fraser would have done but you would have been outside. I mean, but I'm well equipped. If they're outside in Seattle and it's that bad, I'm sure I would have been like, "Well, it's true. We've got <laughs> Texas on our side. Yeah, true. We sure do. Now, if but it was yeah, winter, like, pure snow, I would be the opposite. I'd be them. I'd be like, oh my God, help me. <laughs> I, would, I would prefer the cold for no. sure. Yes, anytime, anytime. <laughs> but basically – the cannon guy gets sick and the flower girl gets drunk because Daphne's brothers also Hagrid oh is one gosh. of Daphne's brothers. <laughs> like best. And he talks like Okay, so I watched um this obviously not long ago and literally I had my eyes closed because I was laughing <laughs> right when you did that and I just saw in my head him. <laughs> And then, but your your voice. Oh man, you're welcome. Okay the the you're drunk the, the drunk flower girl made me lol for real real. Oh, Can you even imagine? No, he, absolutely. Actually, <laughs> so Fraser's like, well, I need someone to shoot off my cannon. He hires one of Daphne's brothers from London, and he tells him when to fire it. And then he basically ends up saying the keyword. Yes. The guy fires the cannon. The safe word. This semi truck full of cattle, like T bones or something. All the cows shit everywhere. And then the heat plus the poop starts making things smell worse. The cannon goes off, and Niles drops the wedding ring. It drops nearby Eddie. Eddie, the dog, eats the wedding ring. Like madness ensues, and I'm like, you know what? This isn't even traumatizing to me. I feel like I've been through worse. I know. It's like you know what? That if you think that that level of shit doesn't go down at so many weddings on a regular basis, it's because you have the luxury of having a team that took care of it behind the uh-huh. scenes and put out that fire and didn't even let you know about it, so that you can yep. have a great day. Yes, absolutely. Like mm. the fact that those, that scene to us was just like watching anything it was like watching baseball like like, you're like preach (laughs) yeah just like oh okay cool whatever we can handle that it was like the vanilla ice if you got a problem yo i'll solve it it. yeah i was like okay well what could we do here charla immediately was like okay well you get married without the rings and we take the rings 
yeah, we take the dog to the vet later. But I had to remind her, like, no, that's not how Niles operate. Everything Everything needs to be be perfect perfect for him immediately. And so he takes um, his Daphne go to the vet to get Eddie, um, you know, get the ring taken out. I'm like, what are y'all gonna do? Surgically remove it? I know. I'm like, you just wait till he poops, man. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, I'm like, okay, let's go cut him open, but it's fine, whatever. They show up and basically Daphne's water breaks. Yes. And she ends up having the baby with a veterinarian who's the guy from American Pie. American Pie. <laughs> it's his first day and it's painfully obvious. Oh. Uh, uh. They end up having their baby <laughs> and Martin and Ronnie show up and she we can't talk about it right now because it's probably my loved it, but she looks amazing she looks so good so, so good good so goals like all the goals can i please look half as good as she does yeah. whenever i'm that age it's the like she puts off this like chic confident understated yes. but smart, also like beautiful throwing, romantic throwing i don't know it. she like throws it back like all of her outfits throw it back a little bit too like even and whenever she like first introduced in the show like her outfit is like retro chic but now i don't know her style is amazing whoever did her styling i like props good but um one of my favorite things about this entire episode is that they keep the main thing the main thing and when martin and ronnie show up they're like I can't believe that you guys aren't going to be at my wedding and daphne looks at martin she's like i know i feel like it's my own dad getting married and they all kind of realize like, well, Fraser's the one that's going to be marrying us anyway. We're all here. Why don't we just get married now? And Daphne says, well, what about all your guests? And he's and Ronnie's like, well, we can do it again for them later. This I is know. who we really want to do this I with. Know. And they get married in <laughs> veterinarian's right office. There. I'm like, that is how to keep things in perspective, which it is, is hard to do, but so important. Especially in the wedding world. I... And, you know, yes, they can go back to the chapel and do the wedding for everybody else, and that's fine. But they have an amazing story. Like, yeah. we got married in the hospital room when our grandson was born because our wedding was crazy. And there's always beautiful things that happen in crazy moments. It brings yeah. out, like, everybody's want to help. And when you have everybody in a mindset of, like, wanting to help and be there for others, then you can't not have some kind of magic happen. I don't know. I thought they did such a good job taking a pause here and really making it what it's about, which I think a lot of times you need a reminder during the wedding process. And even in the wedding industry, you need a reminder of what it's really all about. And it's and this is the perfect episode to choose for being thankful because those are the moments that we're really thankful for when it all comes down to it. So good. Yeah, ab- good stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just think too, like, how sweet is it that that baby was literally just born? They're like holding off the EMTs from taking Daphne to the hospital. <laughs> and like his first real true human encounter in his entire life is just this like act of love becoming like a, un- a union when- in marriage, but also this act of love of family. And I'm like, that's just like such a beautiful place to begin it your life. It is. And what sweet. puts the icing on the cake? Is that it's a trifecta because it actually is Eddie's birthday. <laughs> it's Eddie's birthday and <laughs> Martin's grandson's birthday. Yes, and, and his anniversary. Day. It's like, perfect. <laughs> Ronnie didn't know that yet. And then I know. <laughs> Niall says it and she's like, oh, you're in trouble. And Martin's like, well, that was the shortest honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. It's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. Also, like, you can't really be that mad at him for loving his dog. No, absolutely not. So, so Jesse and I share the same birthday. We were born the same day, same year, um, same state, two different cities, two different times. So we're not twins. Thank God. Um, (laughs) But that being said, I made a joke that we should have just gotten married on our birthday and made it a trifecta. I mean, just one date that we like go hard and take a whole week do whatever we want. Um, but I didn't want to be engaged that long. I just, it would have made it like almost a year and a half timing and whatever. So, but our puppy Ethel was born or whelped according to the paperwork. She was whelped. Um, she was whelped between the night of our birthday and the, the next morning. So she could have been our trifecta. 
Absolutely. Hey, speaking of like dates and craziness, 2020 is going to be lit, y'all. I don't know if y'all have realized this, but like every big holiday is on a weekend. Oh, I know. This next year. Like get ready because you're going to have lots of entertaining and parties to go to. So <laughs> what? I was, what? Like, I was like 4th of July, Halloween's on a Saturday, what? Christmas is like on a Friday, Thanksgiving's on a Saturday. I was like, this is going to be the most lit year ever. I'm, I'm like excited here for about it. 2020. I am. 2019 was great. It, it, has um, been, yes. it has been great, but we're not done with this episode yet. Because- not. Or this year. Great no. news, guys. <laughs> great, great we're news. still you here. Still, There's still, still time. You still have time to get it together. You still have time to get your life together. <laughs> Maybe you revisit your 2019 resolution before you make your 2020. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so they end up getting married, and then we cut to Fraser, and basically – Niles and Daphne are married. They have a baby. His dad just got married. They have a new chapter and he's sitting in his apartment and he, you can kind of tell that he's being really introspective, which I would encourage you. I don't care what your Enneagram is. Be introspective at some point in your life and just have a moment of reflection. Absolutely, Really important. If you haven't had a moment of reflection for yourself in a long time, pause and come back. Um, yeah, and, and honestly, in those times when you do choose to go there, you should even find a person that you feel comfortable saying it to. Because yeah. as you like mold and learn more about yourself and the more you say it and you're vulnerable and you find somebody who lets you know that you're superhuman and normal, then you realize that it's okay to process through all of those things. Absolutely. And Instead of feeling you, can tell that, you can tell that he's processing and there's a knock on the door. And if you've never watched the show before, basically Frazier lived in Seattle and yeah, he actually, he moved to Seattle, has this amazing apartment. From Boston, uh, from Cheers. From Boston, from Cheers. And his dad falls down. Uh, he gets shot in the hip and he falls down and he needs extended care. And so Martin moves in with Frazier. And at the beginning of the series, it's really hard on them, but you see their relationship go from like not very great to this beautiful relationship at the yeah. end. But Martin comes with his dog and the hideous chair, bark a lounger chair. <laughs> and so Frazier's sitting there alone in his apartment, which you rarely ever got to see Frazier alone in that apartment. That's true. That's ever. true. If he was alone, a girl was coming over immediately, or <laughs> Niles was about to come over, or you'd Eddie have, was there. You'd have music. Um, yeah. A nice brandy and the fire. Yes. And the door open with the rain. Yeah. And he <laughs> was solely alone. Eddie wasn't even there. And that's I think, <laughs> the only time in the entire series we ever saw that. And he's looking, true. At, he's looking at the chair and there's a knock on the door and these movers come to take the chair because, you know, Martin moved out. And you're like, I can't believe Mark. I got chill bumps saying that out loud. Martin's chair goes and then he moves his Eames chair. Oh, same. He moves his Eames chair, which is Michael's like goal. Me too. Me too. The most comfortable thing ever. (sighs) Um, He moves his Eames where it was always supposed to be. And he's like, you can tell that he's like, finally, but then. The second he thinks finally, he's still discontent and he yep. gets on the phone. He calls his agent and basically he was up for a job in San Francisco. And he's like, you know what, BB, who is like yeah. the most interesting character ever. Crazy. I think I want the San Francisco job. And you're like, what? Frazier's moving? Like, I can't believe it. I know. Just can't believe it. Uh, yeah. I, so he, he, one thing, one of the reasons that he is so the most ideal client or <laughs> obviously so in the creative realm uh, is when he gets his chair in place, he puts his hands up to frame it yep. out and every yep. he makes sure every inch looks like it would be in a magazine. And I'm like, see, Frazier gets it. There are people out there. It's amazing. I wish that my house looked like that. It doesn't. But those are <laughs> the things that bring me peace when I'm photographing them. And that is how I work photographically. Yeah. Absolutely. But he is on fire. But then I was so upset. I know they had to end the show and it is a great way to end the show, but I was so upset because here you are. Yes, you have a few or lonely nights. Maybe you need to go out and meet somebody. But as soon as everybody gets settled in their new situation, then you will just have that much more family around you. Right. I just can't imagine why you would find this to be the time to leave because you're feeling lonely. You're going to feel more lonely in a new city. Silly. Well, so at the very end, he says like, 
I want a new chapter like you guys. Yes. Both of you have new chapters and I want one too. Yeah. Which I think I think is really I think yes, to your point, he could have stayed put and been happy. But I mean like seemingly the love is love of his life just moved away and we've watched him hunt for a soulmate for the entire series. And he's seeing that like his I always try and tell my clients this. And I don't know if we've talked about this. I think we did in like episode one. But when you get married, like you're you're not, it's like it's not the big he's kind of missing it. It's not the beginning of a new chapter. You're starting an entire new book in your anthology. So like the life you had before, the people you had in your life before, like, yes, they will be in your next book, but like something completely shifts, like going from high school to college as a right. chapter shift. But getting married, it starts a new entire book in the series. And I think that he's what he's seeing is like everyone I love has a new book and I want one too. Yeah. And, I and he's he's there. done that before. Like he has up and moved when people yeah. were having awesome. a new book. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why. So, I mean, I get it. And that's, and honestly, San Fran to Seattle is nothing. Yeah. Not a big deal. No. And he even says that he's like, it's an hour flight. Anytime mm-hmm. y'all want to see me. And it's not like they don't have money. So. Oh, for sure. But it's funny because there he invites them all over and he had been like giving people <laughs> yes. trinkets and things that he loves and everyone starts to think that he's dying. Because even the doctor calls and is like, I got your test results. And they're like, <gasps> sorry for about your results because BB, his manager was like, you need to see my plastic surgeon. You're about to be on television. Yes. I see crow's feet. <laughs> yes. So they all think that he's dying and he comes out. And they're like, what's up? You're like giving all your stuff away. You've been at the doctor. And they all start crying. <laughs> when I pass through that golden gate, I will be smiling. I know. And they're like, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Perfect timing. <laughs> it's just so – they all kind of like start looking around like, what? What? And it's definitely the best way to break the, the news that you're moving away. Cause yeah, because you're not dying. Yeah, of course. I'd be like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> As long as you're not dying, move anywhere. That's fine. Well, it's funny because earlier in the series, there's a portion of time where Daphne thinks Martin's dying, but he's yes. just singing in the Christmas pageant. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so whenever she realizes he's not dying, but he's just in a Christmas pageant, I was like, this is the exact same vibes. It's so funny. <laughs> yes. um, but it's like they kind of process that together. They go out and um, drink a sherry together on the balcony. Martin chugs his. I don't know if you noticed that. It's really funny. Yes. And uh, Fraser kind of looks at him and I think it was an ad lib because the way Fraser looked at him was like, oh, wow. Okay. We didn't talk about you downing that. That's hilarious. But um, they go inside and everyone's like, okay, well, I've got work at 730. We've got to get going. And um, it doesn't seem like it's a big deal. And then they turn the camera from Frasier to everyone else. And they're just standing in the door staring at him. I know. And I just so start cute. bawling. Me too. <laughs> Ugh. I, at this point, like I, I'm tearing up right now. I cry every time right there. Like you can't, I always, I think what's so beautiful about television shows that really like merge with your life is when they end and it's the last episode, you know that they are feeling real yep. visceral emotions. Everybody's that, feeling the same thing. Yeah. It's not, they're not acting like this is coming to a close in their real life. So you're getting to watch them actually say things. And what I think is so beautiful about the way that these writers are is they gave them lines that you would say to anyone that aren't just something you would say as a character. And, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Martin sits down in the Eames chair and says, oh, yeah, this is nice. I could have been. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the look the look that Fraser gives him was like, I would have forced you to sit in that chair eventually. I would have been like, listen, put this chair in your room. Like, oh, man, it's rough. <laughs> it's rough. It is. I need to I watch agree. it again and again and again, especially because okay. I'm like getting to that point. My mom's tried to move in with me a couple of times. Yeah. And I want, I like, I want her to be that close. I think it would be amazing. But I also know that somebody who works from home, I'm going to really struggle. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm like, I don't know how to, there's a, like a mother-in-law a suite to put her in. But okay. Yeah, are you ready? Are you? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, I'm not. You're because, not. I'm not. Because. Um, everyone says bye and I have all of my favorites, my favorite lines ready. So, um, oh, yes. like Roz says goodbye and she's like, 
I, you're like one of my best friends. You're like my brother. And I know that's weird because we slept together and you're like, oh, there's another bomb if you haven't seen it. Not sorry. Daphne <laughs> hugs him. It's whatever. And then Martin hugs him and he grabs his face and just says like, thank you. Yes. And I'm like, oh. And then Niles is like, you've already made me cry once today. And he's like, Tom- coffee tomorrow, 7.30 a.m. And Niles says, yep. And then he goes, I'll miss the coffees. And every time mm. he says that, I'm like, I will too. I know. And um, so then the last scene of the entire series, we cut to, in case you didn't know, Fraser has a radio show where he dispenses, you know, like he's a psychiatrist. So yes. you call him a problem, he helps you. Um, and he's in the booth and everyone in the show yes. is watching from the windows, including the writers. They're back there too. And uh, he has this quote and he actually starts it in the living room. And he's like, well, here, dad, here's what I'm thinking about this chapter. And they start it in the living room and they cut to and he's in the booth. And I'm going to read you the quote. It's so good. And it says, it may be the gulfs will wash us down. It may be we shall touch the happy isles. And though we are not now that strength, which in old days moved earth and heaven, that which we are, we are made weak by time and fate, but strong in will to strive, to seek, to find, and not to yield. And you're just watching everyone love on him. And then he says what that quote means to him is that while it's tempting to play it safe, the more we are willing to risk, the more alive we are. And in the end, what we regret most are the chances we never took. And I'm like, can I have that tattooed across my entire body? Mm -hmm. In the end, what we regret the most is the chances we didn't take. Yeah, and it's tempting. It's always tempting to play it safe. Of course. But the more we're willing to risk, the more we're alive. And I'm not saying like go jump out of an airplane and pull your chute at the last minute. But if no. there's something in your life that you want and all it takes is one step of faith, like do it now because you don't know how much time you have to do that thing. Yeah, and so it can like, be little things, important yeah. conversations or choosing to change your own behavior. Or maybe yeah. you choose to just be a, nice to every single person that you meet like, and say something nice about them or to them. Or There's just so many. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be little, moving. You right. know, it could be something very small. It could be something as simple as like exercising, which we talk about all the time now. But like it could be anything. And I just want to encourage everyone, like, it's always really easy to come towards the close of a year and feel like you didn't get anything done. But I want all of us to try and close the year thinking about all the things we did accomplish. And if there's something that you didn't do, do it. Uh, Absolutely. Just do it. Yeah. You have time. You still have time. Honestly, and the end of a year doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't. A year is the confines that man put on like ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's not a thing. It's no. not really a thing. It's really mm-hmm. not. It's just a way for us to keep us all organized and categorized and it's held true. down by the man. So it's fine. You can just <laughs> do it. But um, we started the, these two episodes with Frazier on a plane and he's talking to go, go figure a beautiful psychiatrist and we end and they're finishing their conversation. And um, we hear over the intercom. Um, Welcome to Chicago. Yeah. And they leave you with this open-ended, whoa, Frazier wasn't landing in San Francisco. Exactly. He was landing in Chicago. Yeah. I have so you're like, does he, is he, does he have a layover or is he going to get the girl? That next chapter. What kind of layover is that? I know. <laughs> That's <laughs> your only other the, option. But you're like, to he has to be going the country to come back to the, yeah. I'm like, what's the plan? Does he convince her to come with him? Like, what is it? But he's literally living out that while it's tempting to play it safe, mm-hmm. the more we're willing to risk, the more alive we are. He can't not show Charlotte that he's willing to move his life for things that he cares about too. Exactly. And maybe they can make that work together. And well, and he is just the that. biggest hopeless romantic of all time. Oh, I mean, it's absolutely. almost like unhealthy. <laughs> uh- I the amount of Fraser quotes I could say right now, but I won't. It's <laughs> tit willow, tit willow, tit willow. Um, when you realize you're we're doing a podcast about a show about a radio show. <laughs> oh my gosh! This what is, is it? Like, this is like podcast inception. inception. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, jinx. <laughs> oh my god, put me on a plane and make me go upside down. So uh, you know the Incep- Inception place in Paris that has like the 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 long iron part. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, that's where I got engaged. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. when time stops, we have to go back there to reset. Um, oh, yeah, there's a great I think great it's place. Time right to do time. our. Loved it and hated it of Fraser and Niles' party planning skills. Okay. So what is your loved it? Ronnie's gown. Uh, yes. Yes. I mean, here's the deal. Satin will show every Everything. flaw of your body. Mm-hmm. Was there a flaw? Nope. Nope. She looked incredible i'm like okay you're like 60 going towards 70 and you i think you look better than i do so like congratulations ronnie she looks so good so chic loved it definitely her dress but i also i loved how much floral they had in a small room absolutely that was nice everywhere and i loved the wallpaper I love wallpaper. Everywhere I go, I'm like, I want to put wallpaper. I there. love I wallpaper. Like I know it's frowned upon in reality. No, it's kind of like, back. but the, but you're still gonna have to take it down someday. I did wallpaper you? for Steph's nursery. Have you heard of chasing paper? No. <gasps> okay. Well, when we're done here, you're gonna go look up on Instagram chasing paper. It is removable wallpaper. It's like a big sticker, and their patterns are incredible. Oh, you can do. Oh, you're gonna you're about to wallpaper something. You're welcome. Um, I think what's so amazing is that they took this. So where they end up getting married is actually a place that Martin and Ronnie went on their second date, which I love that. Yes, um, anything with meaning, so nice. Absolutely, especially if you can make it beautiful, beautiful and meaningful. Like, Gimme. It's like a quaint but elevated kind of ballroom type of feel. Yeah. And, Great Frasier, of course, they made it work. They've got these like white, beautiful florals with like touches of fall tones, which kind of really help with the fact that there's kind of this reddish cranberry color on the walls. Um, very beautifully executed. No one's yes. surprised. No one's but, surprised. No one. <laughs> no, not not anyone. No. Not anyone. I will say Frazier's style to me was very hit or kind of a miss like oh well, some of yeah. his taste in art sometimes i was like no not really into that um but overall his aesthetic is very pleasing so yes and it is usually yeah. mid-modern retro yeah which i'm a fan of but yeah sometimes he would be out there but he loved it so that's what's that's what's that's all that matters because i can buy into someone's style if they're like all in because I'm like, well, that's you. But it's whenever it's like, I don't even think these people like this. That is <laughs> you know? True. Yeah. <laughs> what is your hate? What's yours? Uh, I hated the 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 odd wall, like the red, the reddish wall. You hated that it was red. Yeah. I got it. Well, man. Okay. Yes. But also the bridesmaids dresses. See, I don't even remember seeing the bridesmaid dresses. They were doing like pictures on on like the platform inside the reception room and then they left and they like matched the wisteria, which was gorgeous. I love wisteria and lattice. I'm so always a fan. But maybe maybe I even should go a step further and say I hated that she had bridesmaids. I think a bride at that age. It's kind of weird. It's kind of, it just is, un- you just, you girl, you know that ain't necessary. So yeah. why? But honestly, are bridesmaids necessary? We've talked about this. They're not. Like, so I, th- you know, you can take those. That's my hated. It's <laughs> someone's gonna be really mad at us because we just said bridesmaids aren't necessary. But no, I'm I mean not I like hard. them. But it's it's you know what? It might be necessary for you. You do you boo. But they're not yeah. necessary. No, they're definitely a want. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in my sixties and ask to put on a lilac sparkly dress and go to a wedding. <laughs> I, excuse me. Wait, what is happening? I mean, I just that's that's just unkind. I feel like if you've been friends with someone that long and you're in your sixties, like you don't need the recognition no. of being a bridesmaid to know that you're a ride or die because at we're already point, we're already riding. We're coming no. close to riding. You can want a photo with them, but at that point you need to be like, girl, you need to wear whatever color makes you feel good. Right. Which is honestly the best thing you can do for anyone ever, anyways. Like it's true. Like, it's true. I, I am happy to see that bridesmaids are kind of taking this turn into, for the most part, this more 
relaxed, laid back atmosphere. You make a stylistic decision based on this like color colors, palette. Yeah. There's less, less expectation, it's but nice. it's always so hard when it's like, I have 30 bridesmaids. I'm like, for real. Wow. Uh, okay. Nope. That's craziness. <laughs> cool. Um, but you hated it. My hated it. Honestly, I have to kind of, it's like a, loved it hated it i love that it was so fraser but i honestly hated the fact that it was like we have a skywriter and we have a cannon going off yeah we have a high sculpture and we have chinese acrobats not because those things in and of themselves couldn't be woven into into a day and be amazing but i'm like those have nothing to do with ronnie yeah. and martin zero it's true nothing to do unless, with it's, unless it's like an eight hour event there that is a lot of stuff yeah, it's just too much. And Martin is the most unassuming yeah. man to ever walk the planet. And Ronnie it's even more like, reason that them getting married in the hospital room is so perfect for them. Absolutely. So I just felt like that was unnecessary, but it was very Frasier, so I get why they do it. That's true. It's true. It's, it's over the top. He's bougie. He he very much is bougie. I, just, I would love to be his friend. Okay, so who is your maid of hunter? My male honor for it kind of depends on the episode, but as a whole, I would say I guess I would have to just stick with Frazier. To be all honest. right, because he followed his heart, and really, he didn't screw anything up in these two episodes. He typically, didn't, which is yes, exactly. Yeah, typically, he's crapping on something always, he's and always having to clean up after in himself. Mouth. And I love that for once in the entire series. You see him be his own number one fan. Exactly. And it's just this entire you literally you watch episode one and you're like, this guy doesn't even know who he is. And then you come all the way full circle, and these writers did an amazing job at inviting you into this human experience, and you watch this character go from not knowing who they are to being so self-aware and self-confident that they can change their entire life and be for it. So yes. I'm for Frasier because he was for himself. Finally. Okay. Finally, Frasier. I think for me, I'm going to go with the duel, like in the event of I have a maid of honor and a matron of honor uh-huh. because one is married and one isn't. And I'm going to go with Frasier and Niles because they freaking – Paid for and put on an absolutely phenomenal wedding yes, for their did. dad, and we're still there to encourage him to have a you know that quick ceremony in that situation. Even, despite knowing what they just spent money on, they still knew what was important. So, maid of and matron of honor, them Fraser boys. I love that this is now an option. We can do maid <laughs> and matron. Um, I just I didn't mean, know how to pick between them. Well, we can do that from now on. This is now a new it's a thing now set. Um. Okay. So Maybe who dishonor? Who's your dishonor? We have to count to three and do it right. Let me let me decide because I don't know. I kind of have two. I okay. Have two. Okay. I'll do my first one and then a caveat. One, two. Hold on. Hold on. What's her name? What's her name? Okay. I'm okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Her. I'm ready. I know what you're gonna say now. One, two, three. Daphne's brothers. Oh, those are really those are good ones. His agent, BB. BB. I was gonna say Boo Boo. I'm like, I know that it's not Boo Boo. I should have said Boo Boo. BB. BB. Definitely. She is a full on sociopath. She really is, and she's a lot, and she's a reason he's, you know, even she just she she ruins a lot of stuff for him. I don't know. She crazy. She does, but she also makes a lot of stuff happen. She does. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel. But you're right. The brothers are so annoying, especially the one. God. Oh. Uh, Graw, what is his name? Mm-hmm. Why is it? No, it's okay. No. We don't need it. <laughs> we don't need to talk about it. He's horrible. Um, yeah, I mean, they totally sabotaged so much of the day. But the thing is, they don't do it on really on purpose. It's just, no, just who they who are. They are. It's just They're just they are, good old is, country Irish boys. It's just so bad. And then it's my like kind of, my kind of dishonor was – I was also going to add in that my maid of honor te- dishonor could technically also be Frazier because he was doing things that are just so Frazier and not for his dad, but That's his dad true. knows that and it's okay. That is true. That is very like his mom, which means he got to have some of his mom or his ex-wife at his wedding too, which I'm sure is nice. Yep. Yep. They Absolutely. obviously got it from their mama. They got it. 
Well, not even ex-wife. She Hester um, passed. passed away. Yeah. So sorry, I didn't mean next. Well, I, you know, past wife. So that was a good one. I'm excited. What is something that you know? What there's something I'm thankful for. What are you thankful for? Um, I'm thankful for Martha Stewart and all of her amazing recipes online that I'm about to go create. I as soon as we're done, I got to go make a whole lot of pie whole lot of pie. And you just sent me a photo of Martha. I did. I just sent you an old film photo of Martha Stewart looking fabulous because I was on BuzzFeed. Yeah. I was sitting in my cousin's apartment. I'm I'm in a college apartment with time to kill. What do I feel inspired to do right now? Obviously, it's get on BuzzFeed. Right. That's what everyone's doing right now. And what is TikTok? Someone tell me. Oh, I know. So you send me this photo. She totally used to be a model. And this is probably from her model days. She's just gorgeous. Shook. She is both a model and a convict. Like goals. <laughs> Absolute goals. Martha has so many freaking goals. Don't get me started. That Martha went to jail because she knew it would make her more famous. Well, just I'm saying. into it. So you do you boo. You Martha's on TikTok? What is TikTok? I don't know. I don't. I hear it's too young. Everybody I know that's been on it said it's just like annoying. So funny you said BuzzFeed. Did you know, did I ever tell you Seth and I were on BuzzFeed? Why? Yeah. So Seth and I would go on uh, mom dates uh, and I would make him go with me wherever I wanted and we'd go out to eat. And one time we went to Cane Russo in Fort Worth and we took like a mom son date pizza selfie and like I posted it on my Instagram and just put like mom date pizza hashtags and stuff. And then one day, one of our cousins sent us a message and was like, oh my God, you're on BuzzFeed. And I'm like, what? And they send me this article and it's an article, I kid you not, that says moms that are awesome. And it's like this, all these pictures of moms doing awesome things with their kid. And here I am with my bad bang chop with a split in the middle and Seth and his frizzy hair. It's the most perfect, amazing, like and I was like, oh my God, this is my, this is the best, is the best. It's still there. How do I find it? I looked up moms that are awesome and I don't see it. Or maybe moms that are amazing or I don't know. Well, I'm I, I'll find, find it for it. you for sure and send it to you because I have found it before. But I just thought that was really funny. I think that's amazing and I <laughs> want to see it and you should post about it. I shall. Instagram. I will. I think that's wonderful. I too am... Um, I'm I'm thankful for um, Emmy for being so innovative. She, I was like, Emmy, what do you want to bring to Thanksgiving? She said chocolate chip cookies. And I was like, okay, we also have to bring a pie. Yes. And I was like, do I really need to make both pie and a chocolate chip cookies? And she was like, hmm. Yes. And she goes, what if we mix them? And so I found <laughs> a chocolate chip cookie pie recipe. And it's not a skillet cookie. We're not talking about a pizookie here. It is a pie with a filling that tastes like chocolate chip cookie dough. So I stand by. I'll let you know. That's how it goes. awesome. I have a lot to be really thankful for, but that's just the one that like amazing the top of my head. I'm gonna but, go make cookies and pies. Oh my gosh, all photos. the things. All of them. Literally, I had to buy 12 sticks of butter for all of our recipes. I will tell you, we're making lots of things, so it's not that bad. Oh, my God. I hope I have enough butter. (laughs) I'm so worried about it. If not, the Tom Thumb and Kroger nearby are open till one. (laughs) You'll be okay. Okay. Uh, All that said, you guys, if you haven't taken a second to stop and be thankful for one thing already, go ahead and try and find one thing that you're really thankful for, if not more, and tell someone. Yes, because honestly, that's when you really, really, when you spend time thinking about and saying out loud how thankful you are for things in your life and you're living in this like state of gratitude, that's when so many wonderful things start to go your way. So just spend time this week being thankful and we're so glad and thankful for you and for you being here with us and spending your time with us. And yeah, that's what we... You should rate, review, and subscribe and send us your stories. Send us all of the things. I just had this amazing thought and we can't dwell on it, but I just thought I would say this. Have you ever thought about the fact that like we, someday someone we love will be listening to this, hope maybe when we're gone and be getting advice from us, even though we're not here anymore. Oh, wow. No. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> things I think about, things I literally think about all the time. I'm like, wow, man. I mean, if Emmy, like whenever I'm super old and I'm just like not even here anymore because I'm just like living in Florida, not answering my phone and she needs some good mom advice, she can come listen to the Crashers. <laughs> she can. It's true. It's super true. So that I'm officially thankful for the posterity of our weird advice. <laughs> Of our awkward time alone in our bedrooms in front of a mic. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're all fine. It's fine. But yeah, do all the things. Yes. Eat too much turkey. Yes. Thanksgiving only happens too much once pie. Have pie for Carla. Too much pie. Too many things. Shame does it's not sick. have a place in your life on Thanksgiving. It's true. Enjoy your macaroni and cheese. Mm, yes. And yeah, don't forget to oh. never, ever. Leave a crasher behind. Or the last piece of coconut cream pie. Yes. Crash Thanksgiving.